Johnny Tsunami Fan Club, and welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you some tidbits, and then go watch it while we eat some soup. I am the one and only Mantis Devoggin, and I feel anxiety uh, every time I open an email, and I open a lot of emails. And I'm Brianna, and Mantis cheats at Wordle. <laughs> and today we'll be watching the 2022... <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> That's not just not true. And t- I'm very proud of my my wordle ability. How dare you? And today we'll be watching the 2022 American science fiction action film, The Adam Project. However, before we dig into the movie of the night, Brianna and myself will talk about our expectations and of course some dis- discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet. Go over and I uh, well it's not out right now. Or well, it might it might be by the time you listen to this. Doflix is is back. We did a, a vibes episode. People seem to like those. Some people don't. I've heard Brianna, and uh, <laughs> we're, we're just we, we hung out. We we this was like the most vibes you're ever gonna get. We we watched YouTube videos and kind of just like talk shit. It was it was fun. I, I I really enjoyed it. So I think that you'll enjoy it too. Go check it out. Bree, how you doing this week? Your throat hurts. You gonna be able to do this episode? You know what? I'm going to be fine. I think I'm going to start taping my mouth shut. I saw that on Instagram that when people sleep, they tape their mouth shut to keep all the bad juju out. And, um, well, Brown is a mouth breather and she refused oh, to get yeah. a, a humidifier for her Big room. Mouth so. <laughs> so that's a, I mean, we live in New England. You're just going to, that's, that's a case for all types of bad things. Tidbits. Ladies and gentlemen, the movie of the night is The Adam Project. Brianna is, I mean, I, I know I don't uh, usually start the, yeah, I usually don't start tidbits this way, but uh, right before we started this, Brianna told me that she was over Ryan Reynolds, and that's just been throttling through my mind the last about three, three and a half minutes. What did I compare it to? Uh, you compared it to Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson uh, and, yeah. and the news that we're getting from that. And I, I, I mean, I can't deal with that bullshit anymore. I, yeah, like like you said at first, the Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson stuff was like, okay. Like I'll take it. That's fu- this is funny, but now it's like, oh, get it away from me. I don't, I give a shit less. I digress. We'll get into the Ryan Reynolds hate in a second. The Adam Project is written by Jonathan Tropper. I think that's how you say it. T. S. Rollin, Jennifer Flackett, and Mark Levin. Jonathan Tropper created the show uh, Banshee. That's that's one of my favorite. Oh, my favorite. Do you like that show? No, oh, <laughs> I've never heard of I, that's, it. <laughs> that's one of my favorite dramas ever. No, that's a really good show. It's about a uh, con man who g- gets out of prison and he fools a small town into thinking he's the sheriff. <laughs> and he's such that a sounds ba- really familiar. It's such a badass. Uh, it's such a badass show. He's such a badass. What is it on? It's on. St- it was on Stars, or no Showtime? It was on one of the two. I think it was Showtime. One of the movie channels. Yeah, one of those. Good, huh. good show. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. Is it over or is it? Yeah, still it's going? way over. It's been over for I want to say five years at this point, four oh. years. Yeah, definitely. Probably longer than that, honestly. Um, but yeah, so he's solid, solid show. If he's the creator of it, that's cool. T. S. Rowland is the best. Uh, he's best known for writing the Maze Runner franchise, which I know nothing about. And he's also doing Bright Two, the with Will Smith. Did you see Bright One? With Will Smith, where he was an yes. a, like a, a creature. Yeah. I liked that movie. Was he the creature or was the other person the creature? No, he was the creature. No, the other person was the creature, uh, Joel Egerton or something like that. Yeah, it was Will Smith's face and then there was another thing. Yeah, Will Smith, they were they were like Compton police. No, I never saw it, it because I couldn't Compton. tell if it was like... If it was good or if it was, it was one of those bad ones. I think it came out right around the time that like project power came out and since project power was so bad i was like no no this this came out before (laughs) that and it's way better we gotta watch that sometime that's a good show uh movie it would be a good show not a lot of people liked it i i will admit that but it was full of fantasy and wonder people don't love (laughs) yeah okay uh and the last two writers have done things like big mouth and uh one of them wrote a couple episodes of the wonder years in 1993, so uh, that's that's fine. Uh, AKA though, too many cooks in the kitchen. Okay, <laughs> yeah, not a definitely. not a, not a recipe, f- not a recipe for success. 
They're not radio silence. Like, no, they can't. <laughs> radio silence. That was a directing crew, not a writing crew. One director on this, his name is Sean Levy. Um, great director. He's got a he's got a roster of movies that that just bang Brianna. So from the beginning, churning out classics. Okay, bang it with me. <laughs> Directed three episodes of Animorphs. Fire. Hell yeah. Did Big Fat Liar. Oh di- yeah. Directed every single episode of The Famous Jet Jackson. The Famous Jet Jackson was a fabulous show. Did you watch that on the Disney Channel? Yeah, did you know he, he's passed away? Yeah, I did. Rest in peace to the guy who played Famous Jet Jackson. Um, I remember his chubby white friend. I felt like I was the chubby white friend because I also had a black best friend at the time. And so I was like, I'm Pete. I think his name was PJ. And I was like, I'm PJ. Because, because uh, I mean, I'm, I, wasn't, I wasn't famous or popular. I was, like, I was like popular by proxy. I wasn't like the popular kid, but I was popular because I had some popular friends. You know what I'm saying? So by proxy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Why don't you move on? <laughs> He's also done Cheaper by the Dozen, Pink Panther, Night at the Museum, and eight episodes of Stranger Things. Oh, and, hell yeah, Sean. Yeah. Look and at free, you. And Free Look Guy. You. Free Guy, he did Free Guy too, and that's kind of the reason that he's doing this movie. Um, I guess initially it was going to, I forget who the director was supposed to be, but it was supposed to be Tom Cruise? Yeah, I read that like 10 years ago. Uh, you know, I give Tom Ugh. Cruise a I give Tom Cruise a lot of shit, but he's good in everything I've seen him in. I don't hate anything he's in. He's talented, but I I I feel like I just can't like him. It's like a it's like a guilty pleasure kind of thing. Okay, I feel that. I yeah. like um I like the Mission Impossible series. The Mummy reboot that he did was weird, but I still enjoyed it. You know, I haven't seen that yet. I actually want to watch that. I'm going to want to see that i've tried to watch all the mission impossibles during corona i don't know why i just said corona jesus christ pandemic Ew, yeah the what rona. The, the rona uh that's an old school word uh i don't uh, during during <laughs> pandemic i tried to watch the mission impossible movies and i got like three through and i was like these just these are horrible, the first one shit. is absolute trash dude like, the first one was so bad it's so bad the only exciting part of that movie is when he comes down from the ceiling and the music plays yep. and like that's yep. all you need yeah 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 anyway well it doesn't this movie does not star tom cruise but it does star ryan reynolds brianna's arch nemesis uh mark ruffalo jennifer garner and zoe saldana nice to see mark ruffalo and jennifer garner together brianna correct oh my gosh yes Shout One out my favorite rom coms. Shout out Thirteen Going on Thirty. That's a great movie. She, it's a she, touching movie. She gets it at the end. She just understands. <laughs> what a message! What a <clears throat> message it sends. And shout out. What did we see? What did we just see? Judy Greer in. Playing with fire. Yes. Shout that out was Judy a Greer. Long time ago. <laughs> that that was like two years ago. Shout out Judy Greer. <laughs> that was the last thing Judy Greer was in. No. Really. No, hold on. No. I gotta check. I gotta check. No, I'm, she's been on like TV. Impromptu. We don't do this on on pee bags often, but I gotta check to see if Judy Greer's been in anything since. Was she in? Uh... <laughs> I, I'm getting playing with fire and uh, the the Angelina Jolie movie mixed up. <laughs> oh, um, the, those who, they, wish, those me who wish me dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Judy Greer's first film is. Uh... Lucy Lucy Wyman, thirteen going on thirty. That's a that's a good one. She's she's Maggie Lang. N- n- wait, but that's that's not since uh... we're talking about her last. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not yeah. her first. Okay. okay. She was Tom Tom in thirteen going on thirty. Tom Tom. So what year was uh the fire movie with John Cena? Twenty twenty. Playing with like, fire. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she was in Uncle Frank, which we watched. She's been in some shows. So that's that's a thing. Uh, she was in Halloween Kills. Yes. Oh my god, yes, she was. Yeah, she's she's the mom in Halloween Kills. She's she's Lori Strode's daughter in Halloween Kills, right? We even yeah. said, like, oh my god, there's Judy Greer. We love Judy Greer. 
Yeah, we love Judy Greer. Oh, she's we just she, totally forgot your you know your credits. It's fine. We she's still playing love a, you. She's playing a movie called. She's playing. She's uh, playing a woman called Minnie Marge in a movie called Gringa. Oh, I don't know about that, Judy. Ooh, she she stars in it with Steve Zahn. Oh shit! Well, we all right. We got to come right. on. Gotta, all right, I'm sure it'll be good. Okay. It says plot is being kept under wraps, described as a father daughter coming of age dramedy. Isn't Ju- is Judy Greer their mom in Ant Man? Like the yes, Maggie Lane. Maggie oh, Lane. Okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah, my bad. Well, that's why that name sounded familiar. <laughs> sadly, Judy Greer's not in this movie, but that's okay. <sighs> it said the majority of this cast joined in November of 2020, but also that it started filming then too. So what's up with that? Started Ooh. filming in like August 2020, but all the cast joined in like November. <laughs> well, there's no way we. That's one thing. It was thing just that, Ryan Reynolds walking around by himself. <laughs> that's one thing we keep seeing, Brianna, and I feel like like that's a common theme with also how short movies take to to make. The actors also join like so close to the starting point of the movie, and there's no way that's enough time to prepare for a whole ass role. Like understanding the character, the scenes, the emotions. There's no fucking way. You can't get a you can't get a a good some good practice in in just like a week on a movie. What? That's I just don't trust it. The composer well, maybe they're just feeling inspired by Sean Levy. Maybe Levy. Levy Levy. See, these are the, these names. These names. Some certain names can't get right. Um, composer in this movie is the same guy who did Ghostbuster Afterlife, which I feel like did we comment on the on the score for that movie or no? I don't recall. Mm. I don't recall it being like bad or anything. If it was a no. comment, it wasn't like, oh, God. But... Well, we'll see how it goes. At the time of this recording, The Adam Project has a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb based on 57,000 reviews. It also has a 68% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 169 reviews. and 79% audience score based on more than 1,000 ratings so far. 55 on Metacritic, and 94% of Google users like this movie. That's a big difference. Yeah, that's a huge difference. Critics hate it. Hogs love it. IMDb, iffy. Audience score to 79 around Tomatoes doesn't give me too much hope. I I don't know, like, the concept of this movie uh, was was brought to my attention, and I was like, oh, that sounds good. Ryan Reynolds and a little fun. I like Ryan Reynolds. And then I'm kind of just like meh on it right now going into it. I, I guess I'm just lukewarm. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's well, you, do this it's thing. It's cooled off since uh since it's come out. Well, you definitely took the wind out of my sails. Why do you hate <laughs> Ryan Reynolds right now? Can you explain that before we go watch this Specifically thing? right now, I'm just like, why are we seeing him in so much? I feel like we just saw him in Red Notice. Yep. Yep. He was in Free Guy. Yep. What other movie did we just see him in that bugged me? Maybe it was Red Notice. But it's just like, Ryan Reynolds, like, can you let someone else, you know, be in a movie, maybe? Like, there's plenty of other people out there, like... Like The Rock? (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, I just, I feel like he needs to stay in his lane, you know, hang out with his wife and kids, and let someone else... You want like a movie, like a movie a year kind of deal. You think that's good enough for you? Enough for you, or even or less? even right now, I could go right now, two years without Ryan Reynolds, in a movie. Okay. And then after those two years, if like Deadpool three comes out, I would be fired up, like tits out, fired up, ready to go for Ryan Reynolds. But right now, I'm like, ugh, Ryan Reynolds again. Mm. Well, so that's pretty much how you feel about the movie as a whole. You're just not excited to go in. You're like, Ryan Reynolds again? I'm anticipating that I'm going to be confused. Um, Well, you're always confused. Yeah, but normally you can kind of reel me back in when I ask a certain question. I'm like, oh, okay. And I come back in. Licorice Pizza, I was not confused at all. I actually understood very well what was going on, and I did not like it. So well, I'm just uh, I'm just ready. Time travel movies kind of confuse me a little bit. I like the cast. We'll see so, what happens. Uh, you got any 
tid- uh, tidbits? No, I'm just very excited to see Mark and Jen back together. I like it. I like it. I love it. I love it a lot. Give me the synopsis and we can go watch it. Oh, well, today's synopsis is brought to you by Mint Mobile. For just $30 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text, nationwide coverage, including Mexico and Canada, 4G LTE data, free mobile hotspot, a 3-in-1 SIM card, Wi-Fi calling, and text. All on a phone you pay full price for, just like every other phone company. Thanks, Ryan Reynolds. Thanks, Rye. There's some sort of like emergency going on outside my house. All right. After crash landing in 2022, time-traveling fighter pilot Adam Reed teams up with his 12-year-old self for a mission to save the future. Do you have one? Yes. Excellent. <laughs> Didn't Chris Pratt kind of do this already? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Tomorrow War? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Was that like the sort of? I know he was Chris saving Pratt. his daughter in that, but like. Oh man, you can enter. <laughs> you can interchange Chris Pratt and Ryan Reynolds at this point. And just put them in any movie, right? Like you could just flip flop them, and they'd be fine in any role. Yeah, but I feel like Chris Pratt doesn't, his movies aren't as hyped up to me as Ryan Reynolds' movies are. So, like, Chris Pratt can, like, fly right under my radar and come out with movies that I'm just like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. But Ryan Reynolds is like, oh, my God, Ryan Reynolds is in this movie. We have to watch it. Well, I think Chris Pratt fucked himself because he got super huge. And then I feel like he got kind of kooky on him. And he went all Christian. And I think that kind of... Yeah, once he uh, when he entered the Schwarzenegger and he cult, dumped Anna Faris, yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, you dumped my girl. I don't really feel if I feel with you anymore. I don't know if we jive. And um, yeah, so if Ryan Reynolds randomly comes out and is like, I'm joining joining Jared Leto's cult, I'm gonna be like, oh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that anymore. <laughs> All right, everybody, grab your bowls of soup. Let's go do this thing. And in three, two, one. And we're back for watching 13 going on 32. The story of Mark Ruffalo's pants glue. Brianna, what did you think of the Adam Project? Tomorrow World 2. <laughs> Well, I wasn't as confused as I thought I was going to be. I was definitely confused at some points, but, you know, I'm not a rocket scientist. And um, overall, though, it was was pretty good. Pretty good movie. I thought it was decent. I liked it. Uh, Man, time travel is fucking lame sometimes when they explain it too much. Or, like, (laughs) when they explain it without the science. Like, give me the numbers or give me nothing. When you're just sitting there and you're like, well, what if you go back and pass and there's timelines? Either either you do it crazy like Marvel or you give me numbers like um, fucking Interstellar. I don't, I don't want to hear, like, the middle ground. This was essentially, like, a better version of the lake house, even. <laughs> like, a fucking movie, Brianna. <laughs> this was, this was, this was decent, though. Soft reboot. Of uh, 13 going on 30, Hollywood loves these. It's very clearly about how Mark Ruffalo realizes he can't make any money as a photographer. And he goes back to grad school where he becomes a physicist and creates time travel while Jennifer Gardner still runs her tween Vogue or whatever she was running at that point in time in that movie. No, it's definitely like Jennifer Gardner, like, in the future at the end of 13 going on 30, where she's like, oh, okay, like... I time traveled and saw what my life could be like if I did this. So, like, let me tell my new my new husband about this whole thing. And then he's like, I don't want to be a photographer anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, grad school. She <laughs> created it. Yeah. She, he's like, I got to I gotta use this. You don't want to so th- You don't yeah. do that? And she was like, no, I just want to run Teen Vogue, Tween Vogue, <laughs> Tween Beat. I just want that girl Lucy to fucking suffer. Um, yeah, no. I, I thought that was what the whole sequel was about like how jennifer garner implanted this idea into matt's head about like oh man we need time travel it's it's wild we gotta do it you'll see your life in a whole different perspective and 
Mark Ruffalo is like, fuck yeah, okay. I time travel once, I'll do it again. And we didn't get Judy Greer, but we did get the lady from 40-Year-Old Virgin, uh, American Sweetheart, yeah. Nancy Kerrigan. No, what's her name, Brianna? <laughs> Nancy what? Kerry, Kerry Keenan? <laughs> what's her name? Case Keenum? She's not toothy enough to be Nancy Kerrigan. Um... Catherine Keener. Catherine Keener. She's the she's the terse the the, the tea stirring mom from Get Out. Oh yeah, and she was the forty year old virgin lady though too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah she yeah, was yeah, the forty year old virgin. But for those, those Gen Zers that weren't that don't know forty year old virgin is like oh, she's yeah. the tea stirrer. Yeah, she's the lady from, you know, she's one of the kooky ladies. This movie, I I I really liked parts of it and i didn't like other parts of it the the parts that i really didn't like were more the the dramatic parts of this movie so goddamn boring there was a really strange <laughs> intense love story portion in the woods that was very unnecessarily <laughs> unnecessary and overly dramatic uh ryan reynolds finds zoe saldana finally after x amount of time and they they, Four they start years. banging yeah Just they start years ba- they start banging and uh and it's so intense. She's like screaming at him and she's crying and they're like making out. And all I could think of was poor Blake Lively. How many times <laughs> I mentioned Blake Lively, Brianna? Four? Probably like six or seven. <laughs> I was like, hey, you think Blake Lively just gets upset because she's not making movies like this anymore? She there was watch about, yeah. Ryan Reynolds there was six out. or seven Blake Lively based questions of in about four minutes. <laughs> I just feel so bad for Blake Lively. I didn't know she was in Gossip Girl. I found that out tonight. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was the star of Gossip Girl. But, I thought she uh, just appeared, like you know, just one of those no, she, people. That's where she got her start. That's where mm. Ryan Reynolds first fell in love. I know her from The Shallows. That's what I know Blake Lively <laughs> from. In her marriage to Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, no, she's from The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. I know you know that movie. I oh okay, I do know that movie. I didn't know she was in that though. All white women. Look the <laughs> she same was to one me. of the four. All she was white. one of the four sisters with the traveling pants. All white women look the same. What can I say? Um, oh. Ooh. So, the, <laughs> as far as dramatic parts, though, there was another scene where Ryan Reynolds was talking to younger Ryan Reynolds, and it got really like emotional. I didn't like that either. Very unnecessary. They should have just made this straight action, straight wonder, straight fantasy. I think the plot wouldn't have taken a hit. And I think you would have gotten more out of it. Don't even get me started on the strange, uncanny valley Catherine Keener. That was weird. Like, the the CGI? I don't, what was happening there? We can That's get, like, it, that was all I read about on the internet. <laughs> well, I guess, like, spoiler alert, there's, a, there's a, a portion where you see a young Catherine Keener, because it's time travel. And But, but instead of... I don't know, they really didn't even, like... It was like Looper bad. Dude, like, no, worse than Looper. It looked like she was just right out of the Polar Express. It was so (laughs) bizarre looking. It it, it, it looked like she looked like she came right out of like a Phantom Menace, but (laughs) 10 times worse. It was just so weird. So, so weird. It was really bad when you first see her. And then, like, for the next time you see her, it's not as bad. No. But you might have just, like, well, softened your eyes to it. No, because the <laughs> next time you see her, she's in front of a... Uh, there's even more green screen, more CGI shit going on. Because there's, there's, like, a reactor in the background. So the colors probably were just... You it was probably just able to, like, balance them out better. But when she was just standing next to Catherine Keener or whatever, uh, I got to tell when you, she was, was when she was standing in the office by herself, she was like glowing. Throttled. <laughs> it was like, what? Throttled my eyeballs. Like, what's <laughs> happening? This looks terrible. God awful. Oh my God. You know, was the exact opposite of that though. That layout of that house, Brianna. Whoa, that house. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Mama Mia, you people need to go at least like even if you don't want to watch this movie, if you have no interest in what's in what we're saying or what's going on, you need to go check this thing out just to see the layout of the home. Ooh, the living room, kitchen, like there's like a raised area. Oh, oh, oh! Chef's kiss. Chef's the kitchen kiss. was beautiful. And how the about the furniture and the decor? Oh, oh, I know. Breathtaking. The kitchen, kitchen was fantastic. I even loved the. Uh, Kind of like, uh, it was like he's kind of his man cave, Mark Ruffalo's man cave there. 
It was a garage. Well, was there a garage door, though? It was kind of like a wood cabin. I don't know. It was like a mini wood cabin. They kind of kept going through a door, so it wasn't a garage door necessarily. But you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. I wonder what the rest of the house looked like. I bet it was Oh, We need to find out. I bet we could Google. I bet we could Google the uh, the house from that. There's probably on like. Oh yeah, no, that's not hard. I found the house from the Karate Kid. I told you it's not that hard. From the Adam Project, <laughs> we're gonna find this live. Filming location, modified Vancouver estate. Okay, okay. Point Was three that... acres. All right. I'm not really seeing. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. That's not the kitchen. Uh, I'm confused. Is that the living room? That's not the that's not the living room. That's not the living room. Brian, I think we were bamboozled. Well, you know, that I, has I think the outside and the inside were different. The inside probably looks nothing like the on screen replacement. What so was this I, was I have this... some I have some thoughts about that then. Okay. In the and we'll bring it up in the spoiler zone though, because there are some things that might reveal other things. Okay, I'm confused now. I don't. I, I. 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 don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like the the trickery, tricking my eyeballs, <laughs> and they're making liars of me and you. Fucking make us look like fools. <laughs> also, I'm convinced that Mark Ruffalo wears his own clothes in every movie that he does. Just <laughs> he does. He. They go in. They go. Mark, this is what we're gonna have you wear, and he's like, No, this is what I'm wearing. Denim. And they're the like, collars. Oh, okay. Chucks, blazers, tweed. It's, a, it's the only thing I wear. I'm Mark Ruffalo. And my hair is always messy, but sort of clean still. Clean, messy. And I'm like, I'm I'm also supposed to be the guy that's unattractive. Like, I'm supposed to be the nerdy, unattractive guy. Mark Ruffalo is the classic, like... He's supposed to wear glasses and, like, his hair's going to be disheveled. And people are going to be like, mm, look at that guy. He's a nerd. And then he takes off his glasses and kind of fixes his hair. And then everybody's like, oh, whoa, who's that? Is, is that the new new student, Chad? You know what I mean? He's, he's the perfect she's all that, yeah. Yes, he is. He is. <laughs> he's the epitome of the man version of she's all that. He's he's all that. He should have been. No, no, he, no, no, no. He should have been playing that role with Addison Ray. <laughs> Addison Ray should have been he's all thating Mark Ruffalo. It would have been such a better movie. No, I'm gonna talk to Max about that one because I think that he would 100% agree <laughs> that if Mark Ruffalo was instead of who was the who was the dude in that movie? I don't even know. Some guy, some some little man. And, and so the little man, if you replace the little man with Mark Ruffalo, better movie. Um, the end of this movie, no spoilers, but magnets that's all you need to know the stupid <laughs> lady got tricked and bamboozled by magnets i mean brianna <laughs> i mean if you know anything about time travel you'd know there's magnets involved so that's not a spoiler at all <laughs> they do whole components in elementary school on magnets <laughs> there's weeks that you go through magnets i think half the science fair projects are magnets Mag- in elementary school and this woman <laughs> This woman <laughs> does not get it. Mark Ruffalo is like, ha, bitch, magnets. Got ya. <laughs> Science. <laughs> Fucking loser. What'd you call her? <laughs> I called her Jeff Bezos. I said, <laughs> I said, Jeff Bezos over here makes, I don't know, however much thousand dollars a day. And he doesn't know how <laughs> magnets work. Billion dollars a day. <laughs> Just fucking get magnets, stupid bitch. And he doesn't understand magnets. Like, hello, opposites attract magnets, you know, that thing. You put them on your fridge, you asshole. Magnets? <laughs> you don't get it? Oh. Um, I that that was good. Like, I listen, this is gonna sound ridiculous, but I feel like there should have been another motive for the time travel. Because I feel like the 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 it would have provided for a better banter. Like it would have changed the entire movie. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo probably wouldn't have been in it, but I just feel like I feel like you could do this idea with like less, less of the emotional stuff. Right? Um, I I agree. The 
the father-son relationship between Mark Ruffalo and like Ryan Reynolds and young Ryan Reynolds was enough to carry this. Yeah. We didn't need the, the mom and the do- and the wife. Well, like I get the mom because she was part of the whole grief triangle, but like the Zoe Saldana, as much as I love seeing her, a hundred percent unnecessary. Yeah, she she you could have taken her out of it completely and put put in some other reason that he had to go back in time and it would have been fine. Just like you you wouldn't have needed her at all really. Cuz he didn't he didn't a, get her I back. I have a reason for end, that right? in the spoiler though. Oh, okay. In the spoiler zone, I have like a theory on what the movie could have been. <laughs> okay. Before before we go and give our scores, uh, I just want to say that I liked the music. Oh, yeah. Now, Brianna, you got kind of upset because you said that it felt like a Marvel movie. I did. I overreacted a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Marvel doesn't get to have imminent domain over cool songs from the 80s and 70s. Like, that's not that's not fair. Yeah, no. I admitted to myself later that I was like, I think I overreacted. <laughs> but they did elicit the right response. Like, the Adam Project using those songs did get me jazzed up. It did get me into the the scenes more so than if they did not use those songs. I can't admit that. But maybe you just want to call that the Marvel effect. That's fine. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy effect more so. Very cool when Zoe Saldana comes out of the woods and she's fucking shit up, and it's to the beat of... I, don't, I forget what song it was, but it was, it, was, it was very akin to something they would play during Guardians of the Galaxy. And it was cool, and it got me, and it got me into it. What did you think? Did you of- like the Pete Townsend song, Let My Love Open the Door? You let my love open the door. <laughs> yeah, I, I did like that. I thought that was That was very thirteen going on thirty. <laughs> this movie was this movie was okay. You know, it it, it 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 had its moments. Um once again though, boring outside those moments. <laughs> <laughs> Brianna, what'd you think of Ryan Reynolds? Uh since you're you know, you were pretty upset going into this. I was, by the way, I was, I'm, uh, I liked the movie more than I thought I would. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds was his classic Ryan Reynolds self in this movie, but the kid who was playing 12-year-old Ryan Reynolds did a great job of actually being Ryan Reynolds. He did. Um... The thing I did not care for was how older Ryan Reynolds points out to younger Ryan Reynolds how much of a, like a jerk he is being, and it's like Ryan Reynolds, he's literally just being you, and that's that's how you are. Don't like yell at your younger self and make him feel was bad kind of and judge him. Yeah, he's definitely being a dick, but that's how Ryan Reynolds' characters are. Like, that's, that's just that's not my question. My question is, how did you feel about Ryan Reynolds as an? Like, were you okay? Were you watching this movie? Were you okay with it? Were you sitting there going the whole time going, fuck Ryan Reynolds, I hate this movie? Or did he suck you in because he's Ryan Reynolds? Mm. He sucked I you in, really, didn't he? You were sucked I in. wasn't sucked in, but yeah. I also wasn't like, oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just, I actually enjoyed the, the little kid more. The little kid was great. He yeah, should, he so. should be in more things. I I bet you he will be in more things. Is Tell Blake Lively. Is that the kid from uh What's the movie with the de- the is he the kid with the ear the the deer antlers? Sweet Tooth? The kid from Sweet Tooth? <laughs> the kid with the ears. The the antlers. The e- Um no, this is his only credit. Wow. What's the the kid from Sweet Tooth? See, little white boys, they all look the same. <laughs> uh, they do. It's so confusing. The kid from the kid from Sweet Tooth is Christian Convery. Mm. Okay. Yeah, they do kind of look the same, though. I'll give you that. Like, yeah, the kid look- with the ears is like a younger version of Adam. They all look like John Benet Ramsey to me. <laughs> I don't know the difference between any of them. Brianna, <laughs> what's, your, what's your popcorn bag rating? <laughs> I 
You think they'll ever find her? <laughs> yeah, it's Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> um, my popcorn bag score for the Adam Project out of fifty popcorn bags would be. I would say a 29 out of 50 popcorn bags. Ooh, that's too low. That's <laughs> <laughs> what Ryan Reynolds gets. What about you? You recommend it? Um. Yeah. yeah hesitation yeah, is bullshit. That's a bullshit yeah, hesitation. Yeah, it's, it's on Netflix. Like, it's easy to stream. It's definitely, you know, if you're... Want to get into some 13 going on 30 nostalgia? Yeah, go for it. This thing this thing gets an easy 35 out of 50 popcorn bags. Clean C movie. Good enough. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Go check it out. Enjoyable. Maybe you'll like the, the emotional stuff. I did not. Thought it was lame as hell, and I'm usually right. So, uh, but I'd go check it out. Spoilers on. Ladies and gentlemen, favorite parts, least favorite parts. Brianna, why don't you start me off with your favorite parts, please? My favorite part. We talked about it. The house. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's bullshit. If the if, was the CGI a set? I mean, yeah, the CGI a set. Jesus Christ, <laughs> was the inside a set? Was the house not a home? Was the house not a home? <laughs> Where they live, laugh, loving in this home, Brianna? I need to know. Oh, hashtag blessed. Um. No, I loved the house. I if, even if we were bamboozled, the the house in the movie was oh my gosh. I gotta find it. Five. I want that to be my house. If I ever build a house, this is what my house is gonna look like. I would even take like a smaller version of it just to have like oh. I would sleep in the kitchen. I don't care. I don't need a bedroom. <laughs> like a studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, I would turn that thing into a studio. It was all essentially one room they showed anyway. You'd have like the little loft space up there and then the kitchen living room down there. Oh my God. Oh my God. And all those windows and the wood, all the wood in it. Ooh. 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 Anyway, so yeah, that was one of my favorite parts. Um, another favorite part that we already mentioned was the the kid who plays 12-year-old Adam, I thought he did um a really good job. Is that it? No. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's this moment where 12-year-old Ryan or 12-year-old Adam and adult Adam are like talking about how adult Adam hates his dad and then young Adam's like, "No, I think this is the part you didn't like." Um but this is a separate thing. <laughs> he was like, yeah, like, you know, you only hate dad because that's how, like, you remember him because you're mad that he died. And then adult Adam's like, no, like, he was a shit dad. He didn't do anything for me. Like, he hated me and he, he never, he never came home. And then young Adam was like, no, no, no. Like, remember we were at this store we were at the the Coles and we saw the pitchback, and you said, "Dad, Dad, I want this pitchback." Every single time we saw it, and Mark Ruffalo was like, "Fuck you, no, we're not getting that." And then one day he gets it, and they're having this tender moment about the the pitchback that Mark Ruffalo bought them. And the whole time I was thinking, I was like, "He bought you a pitchback because you had no friends. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't because he was a good dad." <laughs> He didn't want you playing video games all day, sizzling your little brain. And then you said, oh, look, an outdoor activity. And he was like, well, yeah, good thing, because you don't have anyone to play with. Yeah, he was fucking pissed that he he built you that goddamn video game. And he was like, oh, my kid's going to be a loser. Shit. He literally said that to yeah. his wife. Yeah, and Jennifer Garner was just like, He's, he'll be fine. He'll outgrow it. Poor Jennifer Gardner. She, she was just uh, she was a widow in this. Man, she was just like lost, trying to keep it together, like whatever, like whatever kind of vibe, like total. I'm gonna total have three wines tonight at the bar. Yeah, yeah, total bad. widow vibes. Um, so, but she also like really wasn't in this much. She, no, she was like the perfect little touch that we just needed. Yeah, like, a little she bit of Jennifer okay. Gardner. She Jennifer Gardner couldn't anchor a movie in 2022, could she? I don't think so. I still think she wants to. Okay, I think she definitely wants to. I think that if someone was like, "Hey, Jennifer Gardner, will you, will you 
will you be the lead in my Martin Scorsese movie? Like, she'd be like, yeah. <laughs> no, but she looks too much like a, she's, she knows her place. Like, she looks a little too much like a mom now. Yes. Not that she looks old, but she just has, Hasn't like, she been playing moms lately? Yeah, she was in uh, this movie playing a mom. She's been in some Netflix movies that she plays a mom. I think that's just her contract. Like, she has mom movies from Netflix, and then Ryan Reynolds has, like, I'm going to be me and action movies. She does look like just like a pretty, like, kind mom. She's like, yeah, I'm I'm a mom. Yeah, she's got, like, her mom ponytail, like, her mom clothes, where she has her upbeat mom attitude. Like, yeah, it's nice. We like to see her, but that's... She just knows, like, that's her strong suit. That's fine. Right, right. I, I, I respect that. I respect that. But that doesn't answer my question. Do you... Apparently, I just can't answer any of your questions. Do you think that she would ha- be able to anchor a movie If they were like, we're going to reboot Elektra and we want you to start yes. it again? Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. But actually... You say that, and not too long ago, she starred in, like, an Electra-like movie where she played the main character. It was called Peppermint. Do you remember that little baddie that came out? I never saw it. No, what? She was the star in it, and I want to say maybe four years ago. There's probably a reason I've never heard of it. We've never seen the Peppermint movie starring Jennifer Garner. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say it was, like, a probably straight to streaming and video but whatever no. poor women in hollywood uh, they had 28 and they just get their ass booted out the door <laughs> jesus christ and then we got fucking al pacino crusting over there on my screen <laughs> Dude, i know you know and you have you have people like um like helen mirren or uh Jane, dame judy dench who like you know over like over the years they still get roles and they're and they're they're highly acclaimed, and I feel like you you know you know actresses like that now. Like you, I don't know. I think that Jennifer Lawrence will probably be ha- get roles for the next like thirty years. Like I could see her being older getting roles. I could see Margot Robbie being older getting roles. But then you have people like like Jessica Alba, or Jessica Biel, or just just these Emma women Stone. that were <laughs> Emma Stone. These women that were just so popular at one point in time for a you know a decade or half a decade, and then just like you just never hear from them ever again. They get married to Justin Timberlake or, I don't know, fuck Justin Timberlake or, I don't know. Everybody <laughs> seems to just gravitate to Justin Timberlake when they get when they get older and less famous. I don't know. I don't really get that. <laughs> or they marry one of the guys from Good Charlotte and they're never heard from again. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like, I get it. <laughs> and everyone always blames the babies. Everyone's, oh, I had some babies. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Whatever, sure. Sophie Turner. See you later. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you're not getting roles anymore. So maybe that's why you're just like, I ah, maybe I'll have a baby. Maybe it'll make me happy. No, it won't. It won't. The only thing that's going to make you happy is your youth. And that ain't coming back. It's, you're going to tell yourself it makes you happy. But yeah, you're not going to snap back like you used to. Yeah. And that's coming from experience. <laughs> that's coming from a professional, a veteran, and wanting his youth back. Okay. I have fought that war. You don't win. You can't win. Oh, what a hero you are. Thank you. I appreciate it. I have a purple heart. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Thank you. I'd appreciate it if you said that every time you saw me from now on. I, th- I would appreciate if, if if you're listening to this podcast at uh, 44 minutes, uh, please comment in our on our Instagram page somewhere. Thank you for your service uh, to Mantis for his hard fought war in the <laughs> the war against <laughs> the staging. War, the war against staging. <laughs> anyway, another favorite part I had <laughs> was how Catherine Keener and Catherine Keener's awful CGI self. Didn't understand the magnets. I still can't wrap my little head around that. <laughs> like, <laughs> the metal squid game guys go flying into the magnet. The guns go flying into the magnet. Like, fucking Ryan Reynolds' buttons pop off. Like, the chubby girls' buttons that just go pew, 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 pew. They go, that's what first goes. And Catherine Keener and the other Catherine Keeners see this. And it's like, oh, magnets. Like, I get it. Everything metal is getting attracted to that magnet. 
there goes those guys flying. <laughs> There's RoboCop going across the room. And then she thinks like, I'm going to shoot my gun after they have a small discussion that the, the bullets are armor piercing. So that means they're probably super magnetic. And she <laughs> just goes, she goes and pops one off and, she, and it goes flying into the magnet. And, and then it hits the CGI version of herself on the way because, duh, not only can Angelina Jolie curve bullets, but so can magnets. And it just goes boop, right through her. And then you see Catherine Keener just fade away. Well, you forget to mention that she was shooting at Mark Ruffalo and Mark Ruffalo's standing there all like confident and like, do your worst. <laughs> like you, you. He and, was like, do your worst. You're not going to take me down. You're going to take us all down. When she shoots and like you see the bullet start going towards him and it's like all dramatic and, and large and whoo, and then it veers off and then and then it hits it hits the, the CGI lady, 40 year old virgin lady. And Mark <laughs> Ruffalo goes. Because there's metal in the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> there's metal in there. <laughs> and then, yeah, it goes to the 40-year-old virgin hologram and poof. Mark Ruffalo turns to the Adams and he was like, see, I told you being a nerd wasn't that bad or something like that. And, uh, yeah. And it's like, you guys aren't nerds. Everybody knows about magnets. Yeah, I would have. Everybody. I would have rather have seen Cat Denning's boobs in CGI. If I had to pick somebody <laughs> from the forty-year-old version to be in CGI, it would have been Cat Denning in her boobs. Maybe <laughs> the X Machina version of Cat Denning. Yeah, she. I bet Cat Denning would have known about the magnets. She would have sidestepped the ma- the bullet. Not, not the mom though, dummy. No. No, no, no. That was that was bad. I was I loved I loved the pruning the pruning Loki lightsabers. Oh, the the big sticks? Yeah, those were cool. They were just like you'd hit somebody and be like poof. They'd just poof. They would. They'd poof right away. All those people just poof, Way different poof, than poof. a lifesaver. I mean, what do you th- what did you like better? Lightsabers or, or this? What do you like better? I like lightsabers because they make a cool noise. They do make a cool noise, and they also don't explode. The I kind of like the slicing effect of the lightsaber. I don't know if I'd like the the f- melting flesh smell of a lightsaber, though. Mm. The sticks from this movie didn't seem as melty, so it seemed more like it just it hit you, and then you just no. This was, but I don't know. Would that would the powder blow back into your face? Because I don't know if I could deal with that. I'm not wearing masks like 24-7. I don't want people dust flying into my face. Well. People from the future dust. Like, I don't know. Like, apparently, according to this movie, 2050 absolutely fucking blows because Catherine Keener's hologram just takes over the world. Because she shoots Mark Ruffalo in his, in his, like, lame, cool personality face. His effortless personality. He's effortless. His denim face. <laughs> quaffed. Yeah, no. His His denim Plato face. I just, I don't know. Denim quaff. Denim quaff Ruffalo. That's his nickname. <laughs> I liked when little Ryan Reynolds and Bing Ryan Reynolds decided to jump back in time. Like, uh, you can't leave that decision up to a 12 year old. Big Ryan Reynolds was like, hey, kid, it's your call. If we go back in time, we can't come back. And he was like, <laughs> the kid, the 12 year old boy was like, yeah, fuck it. I just want to see my dad who died two years ago. Like, obviously he's going to say yes. You can't leave that up to him. Yeah, no, that was, that was kind of irresponsible. But at the same time, Ryan Reynolds, adult Ryan Reynolds is like, this kid's going to fucking say yes. He's such a pushover. <laughs> yeah, a little pussy. <laughs> he's a little pussy. If you die in the past, you die for real. So like, I don't know why they went in the first place. I thought that was... I don't know. And you know, I feel like they made that pact about like, we're not going to tell dad when we go back to the past that he dies. And like, yeah, like we're definitely going to do it. And they both agree. And you're like, okay, yeah, they're not going to tell the dad. But in the back of your mind, you're like, I know they're going to tell the dad. And then they both separately try to tell the dad. And it was like, you bitches, you don't even like, you had a plan not to say anything. And you both tried to tell him. (laughs) Pussies. If you can dodge a red, you can dodge a ball. Brianna, what about least favorite parts? <laughs> I hated the la- 
I hated when the lady from 40-Year-Old Virgin became CGI. That was my hands-down least favorite part. I was so confused by that. I was so upset. I was... She looked like a video game character. It, it didn't make any sense. I was so befuddled as to why they decided to go that route in this, in this I'm assuming, big-budget movie. Spent a lot of money yeah, on this movie. Yeah, you know... None of the other CGI looked like that, I thought. I know people are different, but still. No, considering it wasn't like Red Notice bad, like it was weird that all of a sudden like, oh my she God, pops out Red of nowhere. Because <sighs> for the most part, it, you are right. Like everything was, it was passable. It wasn't like, oh, ew, very obvious. No. But then she pops up and like, oh. I mean, like, couldn't they just put like longer hair on her and do makeup? Like, don't they have Instagram? Don't they know what people are doing with makeup these days? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it was bad. I thought, like, I was pretty, I was pretty taken aback by Joe Pesci in The Irishman, and this blew that right out of the water. That this was like, this was like, what, what are they doing? What's, what's. Going What's going on here? Like, I feel like... Even Mrs. Delphire was better. (laughs) And they changed that whole... They changed the whole person. (laughs) What were some of your least favorite parts? That was one of them, because it was atrocious. Oh, how could it It not have been? Oh, it just felt so weird. Um... Uh, that was all I could read about, and it like upset me that that was all I could find on the internet. I was like, "Great, this is not what I want to people, see." What were people saying? Just like how bad the CGI. <laughs> they were was? just like, "Yeah, they were just like, it's so bad. Like, why was it there in the first place?" Um, was pretty much the census along the internet. They were like, "Why, why, why?" Like Nancy Harrigan, why? <laughs> Did you have any more least favorite parts? Um. Hold on. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Which led me into the interior and the exterior of the houses. Remember I told you I would talk about that? So the interior of the house was, wow, we loved it, Chef's Kiss. The outside of the house, to me personally, I don't know what Canada looks like in the landscape other than what I sort of see on the internet sometimes from Ken Domic, which is just truck stops everywhere. Um... The outside of the house looked incredibly fake. Oh, like, like the all back the of the trees. house? Or just yeah, like the trees, the bushes, like the landscape of it all. The outside of the house didn't look quite like it was going in that area. Like, I don't know. It was just too lush looking. Very so again, lush. I don't, I don't know if that's what just Canada looks like up there in British Columbia. I know we have some Canadian listeners, so like maybe you could send me a picture. I'd be happy to know. But it just looked a little too, too fake. No, it looked like the woods from Sweet Tooth, which also looked very fake. Well, there are Netflix shows. Yeah, so so I feel like they could have just probably used the same (laughs) woods. Um, No, it looked very green. Um, There was also, also, it was always overcast. So that's kind of a... But at the same time, they used the... They used the front of the house, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the front of the house was real. One, I mean, the house is real, so it's got to be yeah, somewhere. No. Like, where was... The, did they shoot in a fucking soundstage? Like, I don't understand. We got to do I don't know. It looks, that. That's what looked really fake to me. And I was like, is this whole thing a set now? And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, that was... I, I, I'm upset that the inside of the house is not real. I think the inside of the house is real. It's just the outside of the house is a different house. And now it's like, oh, those don't come together. What about that the back of the of, house? The back of the house is probably their neighbor or something. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that was a, that was a, one of my other least favorite parts. It just looked a little too theater-like. I don't have any more. I, I like I could probably I could probably like think of some if I if I really tried, but um I kinda went over it in the lukewarm takes because I really just didn't like the love story. Uh, 
Oh, do you want me to explain to you? What oh, I yeah. Zoe Saldana should have done yeah. and not existed in this movie. Sorry, Zoe. But is it Zoe or Zoe? I've always pronounced that name Zoe. So if it's not, sorry. Do you want me to say Zoe? No, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe, anyway. Um, Zoe. Zoe Saldana shouldn't have been in this movie. As much as I like to see her on the screen, she shouldn't have been in the movie. We could have just cut her out completely and just gone into, like, future Adam finding out that his dad's former business partner and, like, his current, I don't know, leader supreme should have went back and tried to kill Mark Ruffalo and get all of his time travel stuff. Then we could just totally just cut it out, and then it would have been like, I came from the future because... My dad invented time travel and his partner kills him so she can have all the time travel, but not know anything about a goddamn magnet. Um, That's all. I think we could just cut out Zoe. It wasn't a very long movie to begin with. It was only an hour and 40, so maybe it would have just been like a straight hour and a half. That would have been fine. Yeah, I I was fine with the length. Uh, Didn't drag. Looked good it enough. It was very boring, though. It was pretty boring. I was on Instagram quite a bit. It was boring outside of those action parts. There were some really cool action parts. There were some really funny moments. But that was probably only 40% of the movie, 50% of the movie. The other half of the movie, other 40% of the movie, whatever you want to call it, was was just kind of it was just kind of f- filled with filler. <laughs> yeah, the filler of like the bullies like being mean to young Adam. Yeah, and what the fuck? Adult Adam the- saying yeah. he was going to like pull his bones out like that was the first bully scene was fine because it like showed that you know Adam's having a hard time adjusting and he's sad that his dad died, which we get. And that bully scene was like, all right, we get it. But then like, yeah, when he sees him again, it's like, who cares? You don't bully the school bully isn't gonna see you out at like CVS and try to like p- take your lunch money. He's just gonna be like, what? And then just keep walking. <laughs> yeah, I uh. It didn't really lead to anything other than kind of him being a little more sensitive towards the kid. So, it wasn't really necessary, yeah. It's not like the bullies grew up in the future and Adam was like, oh man, that's my roommate over there. That probably would have been a better We become best friends, yeah, like we become best friends, but we hated each other when we were in... Ooh, 12. No one steal our idea. Me and Brianna are going to write a movie <laughs> about somebody that goes back in time and beats up their old bullies. That's a funny movie. I'd Starring watch Steve Buscemi. And Mark Ruffalo, of course. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo will be a teacher in it. Play a good teacher. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Right? And he'll be like, hey, guys, what are you doing? You you sort of look like someone I used to know. And they're like, what? Because they, the kids are going to need a teacher. They're going to need like a smart adult to talk to about. They're going to need a the splinter. Kinda, the kind of knows. <laughs> yeah, they the kind of knows something about time travel. And he's like, oh, well, I, you know, I got I have my master's degree and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Back the- when I used to hang out with Doc in Hill Valley. <laughs> like... <laughs> Me and me and uh, me and Stephen Hawking. That was the dog's name. The dog's name was Hawkins in this. Oh, there was a cute puppy. The puppy was a cute, cute dog and a cute puppy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, two two he, different things. Back when I was hanging out with Neil deGrasse Tyson and Stephen Hawking, like I I knew we were talking about denim shirts one day, and uh, woof, we all of a sudden invented a black hole. <laughs> Uh, all right, Brianna. I think that's uh, I think that's it for us today. I don't I, unless you have anything else you want to say about this movie. I'll take mm-hmm. that. I'll take that as a no. Take your silence as a no. Mm-hmm. Nope. 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 All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. That was that was pretty good, Brianna. I uh, I, I thought that was good enough. Good episode. Yeah, I wasn't as confused as I. I wasn't as confused as I thought, but yeah, there were some parts no. where I was like, right over me. Less confusing, more boring, but go check it out. <laughs> if you have right to, over my little chalkboard brain. <laughs> All right, so check us out next week. We are watching, I don't know, man. Um, 
there's like seven different things that we could be watching. I would we're like be to be watching 13 going on 30. Maybe Drive My Car. That's on HBO Max. So I think that we're going to watch that. That is Oscar nominated. It is a foreign film out of Japan. Subtitles Eat away. Duck and Mouse. Mm, duck and Mouse. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Rihanna, say goodbye. Bye. Bye, Beans.